soundtrack is recorded. Welcome to AEC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. And I'm Laura. And we're going to do things out of order today. You're, You're out, out of, of order. order. You're out of order. <laughs> this whole system's out of order. Jared, what's that from? I can picture <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And Tom Cruise. Yeah. But I can't think of the name of the movie. Well, what's your uh, thing going on? And if you... Uh, uh, oh, crap. Oh, yeah, um, you almost had it. Uh, uh, yep. Yep. There it is. A Few Good Men. There you go. Uh, I can't remember if I had that a second ago. I wanted to say clear and present danger, but that's... I think it's the same era. Yeah, I don't probably, think it's... I think it's the same era, but different movie. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. A few good yeah. men. Definitely but, not me. Yeah. I have. It was... Oh, maybe. It, it's a it war okay. movie-ish yeah. thing. Like, yeah, it, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a trial, so it's not really a war right, film it's... itself, but yeah. Anyway. Did it involve military a lady, politics. too? Uh, I don't know. Jared, did it involve a lady? I think so. Okay. It's been probably 15 years since I've seen it. Yeah. Maybe I did watch it, but I didn't like it. I'm going to say that okay. Jag does it better. Probably. Mm. <laughs> that's that's military-esque and trial-esque. Sometimes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're, we are out of order today. And we're, although we're on or in order in the fact that we're off the rails already, so that's yeah. about part of the course. Um, this week we're going to do our comic books that came out this week first, then we're going, we're going to do a discussion on the book club book of the week, but we're going to end it with the subject of the week, and the subject is going to be a spoiler-filled discussion of The Batman, the new movie, uh, featuring The Batman, not Batman, THE Batman, which my guess is someone involved with that production went to THE Ohio State University because they had to put THE in there. Because I wonder if that's true. I, I that mean, could entirely be true. I know that's a running meme of like, oh, that someone went to Ohio State. I'm sorry, the Ohio State, because that's what matters. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the Batman is what we're going to end up the conversation with, with spoilers. And then the part that Jared always forgets about, which is our Heroes of the Week. And I'm on it this week. Allegedly. Because we've told you twice now. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another half hour to an hour, so we'll see how, how much you remember. see if I remember. Yeah. So... Anyway, uh, books that came out this week, Wednesday, uh, March 9th, 2022, the day after International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. And happy birthday to my dad. Yeah. Who is and not a woman. Tomorrow, pre-happy birthday to my niece. Is that tomorrow when this publishes, or will that be today oh. when this publishes? Because this, so this will publish tomorrow, which tomorrow will then be today. Yeah. And today will be yesterday. How about I say, as of this moment where she is in Actow, I think it's her birthday. Okay. Because it says Thursday on my world clock. There you go. So that works out. Uh, now that that math is done, uh, I'm glad you have the world clock because I, yeah, I don't know. There's an app for that. Yeah. Uh, books that came out this week that we really enjoy. I'll go first because I like talking about things. I will start with Devil's Reign, number five of six. Written by Chip Zdarsky. Art by Chiquetto? I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. Marco Chiquetto, maybe. I don't know. In the ghetto? No, not quite. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
so in the previous issue of this, slight spoiler warning because it's issue five, that was issue four, uh, Wilson Fisk learned who Daredevil was. Yeah, he remembered. Again, because he learned, oh, wait, I can use Purple Man's power on myself, even though it's my own power I'm stealing? Sure. All right, I'll force myself to remember. And it worked. And he's not too pleased about it. No. Uh, I mean, he's pleased that he knows, but he's not pleased that who he knows now. He he's not he's not happy about Murdoch messing with his head and all that fun stuff. And yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm missing something in Devil's Reign. Yeah, I mean, it's kind but of I haven't a, been following it's, it. It's a thicker story. Like, I mean, there's a lot going on. Basically, Wilson Fisk has Purple Man's power and is trying to brainwash people into. Making him, pre- well, he is mayor of New York, trying to transform that into either governor of New York or mayor or president of the country. So he's using his powers, but in order to boost his power strong enough to affect the whole country, um, he needs the Purple Man's kids to absorb their powers also. So he has his Thunderbolts out hunting them down to try to capture them so he can absorb all the power. Is it terrible that this reminds me of a Pinky and the Brain skit? Uh, no, that's fair. <laughs> that is kind of fair. Um, <laughs> Wilson Fisk as the, as the brain. I mean, he doesn't, he, <laughs> when the brain is in that big, like human suit, yeah, it kind of looks like that. that. I mean, he's got a t- smaller head than the brain, but otherwise the rest of the rest of it lines up pretty <laughs> like, well. So Fisk has the smaller head is what I heard no, no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> the brain has a smaller head than Fisk, but otherwise it's very similar. So that's a fair assumption. Um, but yeah, it, it's the heroes rallying together against, the Thunderbolts, who are uh, deputized supervillains, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's weird. Not a whole lot happens in this issue, but it's still really good. Like, enough of it happens and there's a whole bunch of action and stuff. Like, okay, this is still really cool. And, I mean, at this point in the story, issue five of six, we're, we're due for a gigantic, climactic, you know, Fight. brawl. Yes. But <laughs> I mean, it's actually, we're due for the brawl. And that's what we're getting it. We're, we're due for it at this point. Can I give a slight spoiler? Because I don't understand yes. the ending. Or should we talk about it off the air? Uh, we can talk about it off the air. Okay. Oh, I, won't, I won't go with there because. I wanted to be spoiled. People tell me all the time I'm spoiled. I uh, show off my Spider-Man rings at work and they're like, is someone a little spoiled? And I'm like, hell yeah, I am. I mean, <laughs> it's because I know it's good for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that is Devil's Reign, number five of six. If you have not been reading it, uh, because it's issue five, issue six should be coming out soon, and then the trade will come out soon after that. And definitely worth checking out. It is. It's been one of our picks every issue so yeah. far. It's been phenomenal. Uh, my only problem I have with the series as a whole, it makes me want to go back and read the Daredevil that led up to this. I kind of do too, actually. That's a problem. I mean, I know it's a terrible problem that I want to read something else. Yeah. In addition more, to this, more book club ideas. Like I said, and we neither one of us have read up to this point in the Daredevil series, but we're still definitely good to go out of this book. Oh yeah, we didn't need to know what was going on. They filled in the blanks pretty quickly on and this. I'll probably subscribe to Daredevil after this is done because it's supposed to continue on in that series, in the new Daredevil series after Devil's Reign. So I will keep reading it because it's supposed to be good. So yeah, and it has been good. So yeah. Now, is that when Elektra became Daredevil, or is so, Daredevil Daredevil again? So, right now they're doing a three-issue mini of Elektra Daredevil. Daredevil, the woman without fear. Um, so, that's going on right now. And then, after Devil's Reign, they will relaunch Daredevil with Matt Murdock and Elektra running around together as Daredevils. And ah. go from there. 
So yeah, I'll look forward to that. Jared, what is the first book on your list? Uh, first book on my list was Captain Carter number one. It's basically like uh, spinning out of the old what if cartoon. There's actually. no basically it, it, it yeah, is what that's I, what yeah. I that's what it felt like, and it's um, you know instead of Steve Rogers goes into the ice, it was Captain. He she got the super soldier serum and basically did exactly what he did save the world crash landed uh got encased in ice and is being thawed out and she's in modern day great britain yeah uh one thing i will say if you want to read this it will definitely help significantly if you watch the what if show of the episode yes um, you don't watch that then it kind of jumps to like all right here and now and wait what's going on exactly right and it doesn't follow the show exactly this is like the comic version of the What If show. Correct. So it's um, like, uh, I'll just well, kind of spoil from the, the show. Watch episode one of What If, and then yeah. you're good. You don't and need then to you're watch, good. And yeah. You don't need to watch the finale where it has right. her back again. But I think in the show, she runs into Nick Fury. Yes. She, yeah, she and does S.H.I.E.L.D. It. Yeah, and S.H.I.E.L.D. She doesn't in this. Correct. So um, it was very good. It's a good start, kind of a good origin. It wraps it up, the origin, in a couple pages. So it's it's not very thick with origin and it's just starting her first story arc. So it was a very good first issue. It kind of leaves on a fun cliffhanger, not a huge cliffhanger. Like, uh, Oh, I have to read what happens next. It's just like, Oh, she's in, in over her head now but type it, of it's good. Cliffhanger. And it's, it's only a five issue series too. It's yeah. not a huge, like, no, it's oh, not they're, they're, they're milking this out forever. Not right. yet at least. Yeah. But it, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It's definitely worth picking up, and like you just said, it's not a huge investment. Yeah. All right, Laura, uh, what is one of your picks for this week? I was really excited when I looked through the list this morning, and I saw We Live, Age of the Paladin. Yeah, Paladin. Paladin. Is it Paladins? Okay. I I want to call it Paladinians. I I don't see it in front of me, so is there an S or not? (laughs) Well, there there is an S. I was worried about the I-O. Okay, so Paladins is what I I would call it. P-A-L-L-A-D-I-O-N-S. And usually I see paladins without the... Sorry, usually I see paladins without the O. So I was I wasn't sure if this is paladoians. I'm going with paladins because that's just the word I'm used to. Yeah. That is a more... I, I like that word better. But I also learned today, I thought when I ordered these earlier that there were just variant covers, that there was a black cover and a white cover. Because that would make sense in the normal yeah. world. Yeah, but it turns out they're actually two different stories. So y'all, well, I don't even know if you can order white anymore. When I got on Comic Hub, it wasn't a I, choice. I don't know. I, I can look it yeah. up real quick while you're talking yeah. about though. Yeah, while I'm talking, you find out if people can still order white. But you had said earlier that at least at like nine o'clock this morning, black was still on the shelves in your store. Yeah, we still had it as of today when I left work today. Okay. So you can still get in on, and Alex also said, I got the impression from the back of the white book that I actually read that you were supposed to read white first, but he said he thought black would be better first. So I will read black now that I have black, now that I know I need black, um, and I will, in my own mind, get back to myself of whether we need to, but I doubt I'll ever talk about this again. Well, Jared, you have the black one. Did you read that one? Yes, but I didn't get the white one. Okay, but tell us, but I guess Laura can talk about the white one. You can talk about the black one. We can see where. I didn't finish it. (laughs) Okay. So I started it and kind of got busy with our puppy because she kept wanting to play last night. Well, Puppers wants to play? Yeah. I had to set the comic book down at that point. I mean, it happens. Yeah, I was really lucky this morning. Peter, our dog, 
let me read a couple books first. And I was like, you okay, doggy? You just want to sit behind me? All right. He wasn't awake yet. He was, he was still waking up. He had a new bark box, so he was like, I want to chew on this chameleon. There it is. Sorry, I was looking for the QR code. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah, that was hidden in the middle, have, too. Uh, this one only seems to have one QR code. Well, that's yep, what before, they would only have one. Is was yours it? called okay, Amulet? Um, no. Good Destiny. Okay. So they are two different songs as well. Yeah, it's uh, original music composed by Mario Gonzo, Lorente. Maybe that's why it was shorter, too. Like you were saying, you thought the... Alex, you thought the song was shorter than the other ones we'd gotten. Maybe since they released two at the same time, they split the difference. That could be. Uh, but yeah, they are two different stories that kind of both take place coherent or concurrently, and they both jump around timeline-wise. At least the I don't remember. I read the black one more recently, and it jumps to like, oh, then now, then yeah. now, and I think the white one's like more now than what the other one now was. And yeah. I hate the fact that neither one says, hey, read this one first. Hey, read that one first. They both at the end say, hey, now, before you move on to issue two, be sure to read the other one. But they both okay. say that. So I don't know which one I should read first. Well, like you said, if they're back and forth and together, it almost sounds like they could have released these together as a super giant single issue. And yeah. just made better transitions between them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a cool idea. The follow-through, I'm not a huge fan of, of how they did that. Yeah, because like, like we were saying earlier, I would have ordered both had I known they were two different stories. I well, thought they were two different covers. Well, I talked to Mark about it, too, and he's like, wait, you mean they're two different ones? Yeah. And subscription-wise, they're only tied to one. Like, So if you want to issue number two, you have to subscribe to the White series in Comic Hub, then that'll get you the rest, the two and three as well. If you get just the black one, that's just a one-shot, according to our computer system. Interesting. Interesting slash super annoying slash stupid. Yeah, I would have been really upset had I ordered black because like when I looked at it, I was like, oh, I like the cover of white better. So I subscribed they, to white just by random right. chance. And they both have the same tagline, Age of the Paladins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they both number one, it's just a little difference above the number. Yeah. It says white or black. Yeah. And like I said, I thought that was just the cover. This yeah, is the white cover. This is the black cover. This, this is the A cover. This is the B cover. Is it written by the same people? Mm -hmm. uh, I yep. believe so. Yep, the Miranda Brothers. Yeah, it, it's just, it's a cool concept, but the follow-through was weird, and I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't know they were doing two separate like that. Otherwise, I would have picked up both. Otherwise, you couldn't have, though, because we didn't order any oh, We didn't cover, order any. Except yeah. for yeah. Laura ordered. I yep. ordered it because I saw it in Comic Cub. I saw it in the previews catalog, so people remember, you're supposed to order the previews catalog and actually read it, and then make your choices. Although yeah. you can still make the wrong choice because that's what I did, sort of. Because, <laughs> Jared, did you read the previous We Live series or is this your first jump into no, it? No, I read the first one. Okay. Yeah. So you would be interested in reading oh, the rest yeah, of this as definitely. well. Oh, yeah, That's why I picked up the black one. Okay. I couldn't remember if you just picked it up or because, like, no. oh, this is a number one. Let's try it. Nope. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. It, it's weird. It's good. Yeah. I think. <laughs> that is kind of like the theme of the whole story, like the whole universe, too. It's weird, but good and dangerous. And it like. <laughs> seemed more with the old series compared to this, well, just flipping through this and reading the first like four pages, it seemed more like linear. And I mean, linear is not the right word, but it, it was more stable. It's like, okay, I can follow the characters. And it's like this one, I, I, as I'm flipping which through, is the black one. which is the black one, uh, it looks like there's a time jump. But I don't know if it's the same characters. Uh, it is. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was, but uh, 
as I'm looking at it, they don't actually like call any each other by name when they're uh, mm-hmm. in the dialogue. And like the next page is just art spread with battles. So it's like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to read actually sit down and read it to see what's going on, but I wonder. I don't that's know for sure. Part of why I got the impression you were supposed to read white first, and in white they do say at least one of their names. the The boy uh, calls Hondo, his. I think. Oh no! Or no. I thought they said they. They definitely say Tala. Tala. Okay, yeah. Because I could not remember Hondo's name until now. So I'm thinking that they did not ever say Hondo, or I completely forgot his name. And even though they said it, I was like, just went through it. But regardless, they definitely said Tala because I can see it right here. And she was like, "You're my little brother." And when they said that, I was like, "Oh, these are the characters from the first story, and this is set in the future." And okay, I'm starting to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I I don't think it'll be too bad. uh, So I can confirm as of right now. I'm looking up while recording this. Number one is still orderable. Okay, I'd like to go ahead. Which number one? The (laughs) The white (laughs) one. The white one. Okay, if you remember tomorrow, I'd like to go ahead and order that. Uh, Shoot me a text. Yeah, I'll try to remember too. I'll put it in my phone to remind you to do it. So yeah, uh, yeah, and if you want to do the ongoing too, let me know. I'll just put them all. On yeah, there for oh, you. it's not going to be a big commitment, so I'll just go ahead. And yeah, like I said, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's only a three issue after this, which makes it a four yeah. issue counting the white and black, unless they do a white and black number three. Omega. Or yeah, it, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, in Comic <laughs> Hub, you can go ahead and order two and three, but I did not see one when I was on there this morning, so, yeah. Wednesday morning. <laughs> So yeah, that is We Live. It's a mess, but it's a good mess. We like it. Yeah, yeah. we did a bad job of reviewing this. Well, Sorry, about, folks. Well, it's, it's hard to do because it's two books in one and you can't really do spoilers. I will say... I can do spoilers all I want. For me, I want it, I definitely need to go back and reread the original trade of this yes. because like, okay, maybe it's just a disconnect because it's been so long since the original series came out. Like, I forgot where they left off exactly. I know what they were doing, at least I thought I did, and then right. maybe not. I Maybe I... I read that wrong. I don't know. It's a good book. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can see us talking about that in the future on the podcast of volume yeah. one because that's good enough reason for me. Yep. And there we, we have them. So And we have them. There and they're really good. And it was last year. I wonder if we still have. Do you remember in your stock? Do you have any leftovers from last year's free comic book day? I don't know. Okay. Because that was a free comic book day last. A free comic book day issue last year was a We Live prequel to everything and that was also really really good like um one thing i want to say too sorry that i'm taking back my book to talk about a little bit um but the i did miss the art from the first issues like i felt it was more vibrant there's something about this one that's a little more dim and dull like it's weird to me because they it seems like it should be just as vibrant and just as amazing but somehow it's just a little duller than the other one but i still really like the art for so. post-apocalyptic the first one was very pretty mm-hmm. like it, prettier than it should be mm-hmm. like basically uh everything turned into monstrous peacocks <laughs> and colors yeah. everywhere and this one is more what you'd expect from the po- apocalypse so. yeah uh moving on from we live uh i will my pick of the week my single pick of the week is punisher issue number one um, it is by, where, go to the title page. What symbol does he have on his chest? Um, a skull. Classic Punisher? Classic, that's a classic okay. Punisher. Uh, by Jason Aaron. I was Aaron, like, what? <laughs> and art by Dave Stewart. That's cover art. It's by Dave Stewart. Um, 
a whole bunch of cover arts. Jeez, they have a whole bunch, a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah, um, this Punisher is not your average Punisher, which is why it's my pick of the week and why I subscribe to but it, actually, too. It's Frank Castle. It is Frank Castle. Okay, that's um, what I meant. However, it is Frank Castle working with the hand, the mm. secret ninjas that murder everything and they can't die and whatnot but they do die because they're already dead zombie sort of thing it's weird the hand the hand doesn't make any sense but it does <laughs> um but he's working for them because he is the best killer of all time basically is what they're saying like hey look you've skilled you've or you've killed scores of people no one can compete with you so you are our killing god totem thing it's it's really weird they worship him Sort of, like he's the cult leader of murder, the murder squad, which makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. He's really good at murdering. That reminds me of a Firefly episode with Jane Town. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Everything uh, reminds me of something else today. But the art, for me, it reminds me of Alex Ross, but not Alex Ross. It looks like someone's trying to be similar. Oh, that looks really good. But not quite. I know it's hard to talk about on a podcast, but uh, it starts with him at... A warehouse, killing a bunch of bad guys, but he's not just shooting them, he's running around with swords, and he has a new Punisher symbol on his chest. Okay, there's that Punisher symbol. Yeah. I had seen it posted online, and I thought it looked pretty cool. And I the th- reason why that changed is because he is working with the hand, um, and we don't really know why after that, or during that killing the first half of the book, but then it jumps back to, okay, here's how we got there, of uh, him you know, working with the hand and why they have him. And what is his ultimate motivation? And there is a major twist at the end of the issue. Like, oh, this is interesting. And this will not end well for anybody. Chances are. Um, but I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. So it's really cool. It's not, like I said, it's not just a him murder everybody story. It's him murdering with purpose and whatnot. And I really like the one beginning splash pages. It has like art from all the previous Punishers. Of, oh, yeah. Or of the different artists drawing Punisher. Like I see Spider-Man. All through his timeline, like, there's the him shooting Daredevil, him kicking Spider-Man, uh, all sorts of every artist everywhere that has drawn Punisher is in there. And it's really cool to see where he's going with this, and I'm excited to see what they're doing with him in the hand. So, yeah. That is Punisher number one. Jared, what is your last pick of the week? Han Solo and Chewbacca number one. I enjoyed this. This is set before A New Hope, um, before he's you know frozen in carbonite, everything like that. So, so it's between... It's pre... It's after the Han Solo movie. Yes, because he's already a met new Jabba. <laughs> yes. So him and Chewie are basically um, going to steal some stuff for Jabba. It's basically the premise. Um, they're actually teaming up with Greedo in this. So that I thought that was a pretty good twist. It'll work out fine for Greedo. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, won't, won't, die, he, he, he won't die here. He won't maybe, die here. Maybe yep. he shouldn't have shot first. Yep. But uh, there's he brought this on himself. Han shot first. And there was no first. It was just Han <laughs> shot, Greedo yeah. dead, move on. Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, the original actor who played Chewbacca posted that on Twitter, the original <laughs> script page or something like that. Nice. It says, Han shoots. He's like, it doesn't say Greedo even shot. Right. <laughs> oh, I thought it was one of those things like the dead man trigger pull. Like when you die, you you just convulse. No, nope. it was nope. digitally he was added. just dead. Okay. Lucas changed it in 97. Yeah, to make Han more heroic because the heroes don't shoot first. Right. That's a scoundrel move. Yeah. Well, that's, he's literally yeah. what he is. But anyway. Yeah. So um, the... 
item that they have to steal is basically the ashes of one of Jabba the Hutt's enemies. And he's like, that'll be a, a great trophy for Jabba's trophy room. And it turns out that the trophy is on his home world of Corellia, the place he swore he'd never go back. So I'm going to stop there with this synopsis because once you get into Corellia and forward, there's, happens. there's some good stuff that happens. So, yeah, it's a fun prequel it was, story. I loved it, yeah. But you get to see the true, a full experience of Han and Chewbacca without having to worry about the rebellion. Yeah, and, they're doing their smuggling right. stuff and their thievery. And... Now, I was curious there. Is Corellia where Princess Leia grew up too? No. Okay. Nope, that's Alderaan. Alderaan, that's yep. right. Okay. I knew I'd heard this planet name before, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay. I always confuse Corellia with Coruscant as well. Yeah. Which Corellia. Is, Coruscant is the capital planet of the Empire slash Republic. Yeah. I think the only movie that Corellia has been in is the Solo movie. I think that okay. sounds accurate. Unless they yeah. did something at like the end of Return of the Jedi and the special editions where they cut to yeah. it. But I don't think they did. So, yeah. I almost want to say that it's a location in Final Fantasy that I always mispronounce it. Now I got to look it up. Oh, see, I was going to say, and now your pick, your other pick of the week. <laughs> nope, it really is. It's Cornelia in Final uh, Fantasy. Okay. I, I thought it was, but I thought that I also mispronounced things. Because you know when you're a kid and you just make up a word and go with it for the rest of your life? Especially that, if you never heard it and you're like, well, I just read it as this, so I'll just stay forever as that. Yeah, yep. I just misread it as this. Like, I was thinking maybe there isn't an N because I, I thought I've done that. Anyways, um, my second pick even though I didn't really finish it. So the second thing I kind of read this week. <laughs> Sorry again, folks, that I I work the night before we run this podcast, so I come home and have about an hour and a half to read things before Alex takes the books away. That's if Peter and, wants to behave. Yeah. So I try to read stuff real fast and then be able to talk to you coherently about something. But obviously, of the books this week, I was pretty excited when I saw Spider-Gwen Gwenverse because we haven't had Gwen and months and months it's, it's, it's been, a, been minute. a while but they're gonna be making up for it that's for sure yeah because she's been a really popular character like she's the the hipster part of me wants to be like she's cool so i don't like her which is a little true but um she actually is a really good character and especially when you can get into the gwen verse she is many good characters and they're all a little hint of different things like on the cover you can see there's a captain america version there's a wolverine version there's a batman version is there's there a, a thor version is there a spider-man version yes that is the first okay. one. <laughs> <laughs> she's being, pink i was just being facetious she's pink spider-man but anyways, um, I, I didn't make it very far into this. I made it to about where she decides to go um, multiverse hopping because that's a thing now. She's got a device that she can go basically back to the 616 universes where she spends a lot of time. She's going to school there. That's something they've established in her other stories, and which I think is weird. How do you transfer those credits? But anyways, interdimen interdimensional transfer student. And her, her dad's upset with her in the beginning because he's like, I know you're going to that other the other universe and you're being a superhero. And she's like, well, and I'm studying. You're cheating but, on our universe. But the cool thing that I don't think it's too much of a, a spoiler to give away. Um, there's some character I haven't really figured out what she is. But as she's doing something in her universe. As Gwen is or this other character? Uh, this other character that I forgot her name already. Sorry, I'm... Trying to make sure I kind of tell it right, too. Sorry, I'm not as ready as I ought to be. 
but this character is like getting ready to give this really big performance and she's doing like this big setup and I think something goes wrong and it happens just as Gwen is trying to jump to her other universe and like it's kind of like a beam shoots through Gwen and I don't know what happens after that because I got oh Alex had to leave for work so he had to take the comics with him and I feel like what I want to see happen is like somehow this person now gets joined with Gwen and they like share memories and things happen, but we'll we'll see if that actually is what happens. It was a mid-issue cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for it, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of... There was a Council of Gwens that was happening before, and they are talking about how if there's a universe that has Gwen in it, there's something special about it, because more often than not, statistically, Gwen doesn't survive the universe she's in. Most universes do not currently have a Gwen because something happened terrible. Kind of like the 616. Like, Where she died. Yeah. <laughs> something Where, bad happened. Yeah. Like, usually death. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was excited for this. I'm still excited for it because I'm only halfway through. I can finish it later tonight. But, yeah, y'all should go out and jump in on Gwenverse and then go back through all the old Gwens because they're going to set this up even more. I feel, Are there just two, three volumes of... I Gwen? don't know. I don't even know for sure. But either. I'm pretty sure this uh, Gwenverse series is only like a five or six issue miniseries as well. Yeah. So it's another miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you were saying before about like um, Devil's Reign. No, I don't think that was it. There was something you were like, oh, it's just a, oh, it was Captain Carter. It's just a five issue miniseries. And it's like, they, they do that a lot now too, though, where they, they start with five and they're like, and then we'll do five more. And then we'll do five more. Well, that's so, okay though. Because it's. Yeah. Easier to collect it that way and easier to jump in on it. So Sometimes, except like when I want to keep up with a series and then I mix them up a little bit and I'm like, wait, was this number two from the first series or the second series? Yeah. It, but one yeah. nice thing with Gwen, like the second series or maybe the third was radioactive Gwen Stacy or Gwen Spider-Gwen. So that, that helps when they add like a little punchline, like amazing Spider-Man, spectacular Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man. Friendly Neighborhood but Spider-Man. Those help a lot too distinguish number one number one from number one yeah and white and black number one <laughs> unlike when they did star wars number one and darth vader number one and they did star wars yeah. again and vader again because they're awful don't but, forget dr afro too well yeah <laughs> onward but, but moving on onward to our book of the week which was operation dragon uh, before we dive into that one next week, we're going to be discussing Moon Knight Volume 1, The Midnight Mission, uh, is the which I, I think is the current Moon Knight series. I'm not sure. I didn't do my full due diligence, but that looked like the beginning from what we looked at the shelf yesterday. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Um, I, I couldn't tell you for even sure. Even not, it's a Volume 1 of Moon Knight, so yeah. we'll go with that, because there's a Moon Knight series coming out soon on Disney+, Plus. so why not start reading up on some Moon Knight? Mm-hmm. It's uh, been recommended to me a lot in the past. Yeah, I've yeah. never really read Moon Knight before, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. Uh, he's crazy. He, yeah, I get that. Even crazier version of Batman. So yeah, uh, Operation Dragon uh, is an original graphic novel. It's a, it has a picture of some soldiers on the front and a T-Rex. <laughs> uh, they're riding a T-Rex, shooting at some other people, uh, and it kind of delivers what it promises, where you get... Dinosaurs and in World War Two. In World War Two, well, 
I don't know. I was expecting dragons. <clears throat> I really thought they'd be flying on more of a T-Rex looking thing. Nope, they're they're full on T-Rexes. Like they're yep. full on dinosaurs. They're Yep, yep. they're pterodactyls and tyrannosaurus rexes. Yeah. yeah. And, and is... plesiosaurs. Yes. Yes. Dinosaurs. Yes, sorry. All My paleontologist is coming yeah, out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How dare you be a nerd on a podcast about comic books? <laughs> sorry guys. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a war. It's a war story, which admittedly I don't read a whole lot of war Same books. Here. I, I want to read fantasy stuff. Yeah, I love war movies, but not in comic format. They just don't translate yeah. well to me. And yeah, sometimes the action's harder to follow. Like there were a few scenes in here. I was like, wait, who hit who? What direction are they coming from? So it follows us, these two main guys and this female captain i think she's a captain i think i should have written down their names um yeah where these two guys start in pow camp they get sent off on a boat because the camp's getting taken over by the allies they break free like everybody around them is dead no matter where they go oh if you're around them you're dead it's just about these three people yep pretty much uh where they get they get rescued by the allies and even in their past life, they met before the POW camp, and all those people are dead too, pretty much. So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, is the a running one, theme. Yeah, the one's like a mobster, and the other one was a cop who brought him in, and basically the mobster uh, got, plots, broke, got yeah, broke free, and, and he planted money in the guy's pocket to make it look like he, he was, was a dirty, dirty cop. cop, and yeah, instead of going to jail for being a dirty cop, they he went to the war. Yeah, <laughs> what a time! Hey, you can go to jail forever. Or go to war, where you'll probably be dead. Let's go to war. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a weird one. Uh, I mean, like a bunch of dinosaurs that are attacking, and then they're on their secret mission to figure out what's going on. And oh no, now we have to stop them because they got dinosaurs that could ruin the whole war for our side. Domestic dinosaurs. Trained dinosaurs. Yeah, Mind I guess controlled. that's a better. Uh, oh. Was it really? I thought it was more trained than mind controlled, but it I could go, have been. So I go with mind control because well, when they, they blow up the base that. at the end, the water dinosaurs that are called plesiosaurs, plesiosaurs, they stop attacking. Their collar shuts off. They go off oh, living their own life. You're right. So, so I, probably some kind of control. There's some sort uh, of control to them. Just they be are, a shock collar. They are trained to a degree, but they're also definitely controlled, in my opinion. Because like when they're okay. flying around on the pterodactyls, like okay, they're those are trained. The T-Rexes are kind of trained because they only attack humans when the beating of the drum was going on. Yes. But when they saw the drummer, it's like, oh, we're snapped out of it. The Pied Piper's gone. We're going to do whatever we want now. And they start attacking each other and everything okay. like that. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's a pretty book. The art's cool. Yeah. I yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. If you want something that's kind of like off the walls but... Still fun. You, you don't have to think about it a whole lot. There is a good amount of dialogue. Um, it's got some good, pretty good character development. It's... It definitely has the cliche of oh, the, very lo- the cliche. love triangle between the two guys yeah. and the one girl. And yeah. yeah, that disappointed me. I felt like the love was unnecessary. It was yeah. just thrown in because, oh, every book needs a love story. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And the girl was like, I'm no damsel in distress. I will martial art everybody because that's what I do. And then she's a damsel in distress half the time. And uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it has her like in one page, she's sneak attacking one of the Japanese guys. And the next page, she's literally just tripping because she's running. Yeah. Like, oh, she's really really awesome in combat. Running, not so much. 
I mean, those yeah. are two different skills, but... I wanted to make fun of her incredibly high ponytail, too. I yeah. didn't think that that was... Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, when something specific... Era specific. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, think she would have had hair like that. And especially, like, being a lieutenant or whatever, her hair should have been, like, kept up better. Well, when it had been a loose ponytail. They even said, like, after they survived their boat getting attacked, like, oh, how, like, you're still so pretty and stuff in this jungle, even though we were on the run. And she's like a witty retort, like, well, I'm still a woman sort of thing. Like, I'm still prepared to look nice no matter what. Like, really, though? That's, yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. The, the, they kind of lean into that a little oh, bit. Oh, very much so. Very cliche on a lot of this stuff. But back to some of the cool stuff. There mm-hmm. are Japanese soldiers riding pterodactyls shooting at an American pilot. And there's mm-hmm. basically a dogfight with pterodactyls. Uh, mm, yeah. And the one thing I do like about that is the pterodactyls were like flying in pattern with the American pilot for a little yeah. while. And he opened up his little side window and shot his ser- service revolver like shooting at him like, oh, my gun on the plane won't shoot that that direction, but I'll just open the window and pop, 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 pop. Yeah, he needed an R2-D2 to shoot he, sideways for him. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs an R2 unit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's... it's. But it's, it's kind of going a little bit further. There's They come to this camp, and uh, it's a pterodactyl flight school. Mm-hmm. It's where they're training not only the pterodactyls, but the riders as well. And yeah. one of the riders is not good at it. Nope. And Emilia mm-hmm. gets bucked off and then eaten. And like, yeah. all right, well, that'll learn you. Next. Yeah. <laughs> like that's ins- If that's not inspiration for everyone else to do good, I don't know what is. Uh, yeah. the, the main Japanese villain kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit like the lizard where he's turning reptilian. Yeah. He's yeah. got dino, dino DNA that he's injecting. Yeah. I wanted to say that immediately. Like the way he spoke also made me think of Dr. Octavius. Okay. So. I believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, the good guys win because that's yeah. what happens. They blow up the island, and what gets good. me though is how they blow up the island. Uh, they're trying; they're escaping. They have one of the Japanese guys as a deserter slash helping you know change sides. He's helping them like guide them through the secrets of the island because he's been there and everything. And like, oh well, crap! Here's a bunch of eggs they're gonna ship out to around the world that will change the will turn the tides of the war. So like, all right, well, we gotta stop it. We'll just light it on fire. Yeah, that'll destroy it. I'm pretty sure. I, again, I'm no scientist by any stretch, but I don't think if you light eggs on fire, they explode the whole island. These that, eggs did. See, I thought there was some other explosives too. It wasn't just the eggs that caused I, the explosion. The I, boxes of eggs next to them. That's what I got. I, they know. I mean, I didn't see read anything that said, uh, "Oh, there's a big pile of explosives next to these eggs." Right. It's just they show the one crate gets knocked over. It's the egg. Like, oh, we can't just escape. We have to destroy this place too. Now, I'm not saying there weren't other weapons around as well. Right. I, I would guess that there are then based off of this but they don't actually tell us that and mm-hmm. i'm sorry that i it's not spoon fed to me but also like hey you should also acknowledge the fact that there's something other than just eggs and you know the wood chips that are that are flammable yes <laughs> but there's a difference between flammable and explosive not See, only explosive I... but exploding the whole island explosive or at least the whole military base within the mountain island like yeah i don't know it, yeah, I really thought that they said that the boxes were full of explosives, but maybe I just went with it because that would make it make sense. 
<laughs> I might have plugged in that detail. Uh, I don't recall that. I mean, it's possible that Jared and I both missed yeah, it. I'm just flipping through and I don't see anything. We see one box that does have Japanese written on it. Yeah. And it could say <laughs> grenades. Or explosives. I or explosives. Oh, I, I thought know. you meant literally Japanese. No, no. It, it says it's Japanese. In, no, it is written. <laughs> there's something written on it in yeah. Japanese. Oh, okay. Uh, like a Japanese symbol. Yeah, I, I, it could be something other than just eggs. But we'll have to Google the Japanese symbol for eggs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good guys win. All is saved until oh. the end, oh. where there's the lone T Rex wandering the island. Still, end of Jurassic Park. See, the whole island didn't explode then. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Well, I guess I just the, the base. Island, just the mountain base. That was all the, the people. Yeah. Um, Maybe all the people were explosive, and that's what it was. One of the one of the guys in Love Triangle dead because he sacrificed yep. himself. He got bayoneted while he was lighting the stuff the, on fire. The other guy in Love Triangle doesn't care about the girl because his he took back his wife and kid and everything, so they live happily ever after. She's you assume. I mean, they're actually they're embracing. They at least reunite when you take back your family and you've got a wife and kid. Now is that really happily ever after? I mean, <laughs> two out of three are bad. <laughs> One thing, I, I finally looked up my notes because I kind of forgot I had them until midway through. I, I liked one of the panels. They said that the people smelled like cheeseburgers, chemicals, and arrogance. Was the American <laughs> was smell? Was the smell, yeah. And it reminded me of that um, panel about Captain America smelling like... Oh, An, a solid oak table and duty. yeah. <laughs> I was like, they don't smell like cat, but they smell like something. They smell like Americans. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what it, would you rate this one? I would rate this... I'd give it a solid three. I mean, it's nothing spectacular. It's fun. Um, I would I would give it a three. No, I'll give it a four. Because I know I gave uh, Vampire State Building a three. This is better than that. This is a four. It's, it's a fun... As long as you're willing to accept, okay... It's a war thing you can't with dinosaurs. Take this seriously. You can't take it too serious. I am deadly serious about dinosaurs, and dinosaurs are deadly serious about you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I also feel it. like we should clarify this is out of five, right? Yes, a yes. Four out of five. One being yeah. awful, okay. five being amazing. Jerry, yep. what would you give it? I would give it a four also. I enjoyed it. It was fun, lighthearted. I didn't have to think about it a whole lot. The art is what really helped it for yes, me. Yes, the like, art was solid. It was really good yeah. art. I, I really it. liked all the T-Rexes. I thought those panels were mm-hmm. particularly good, the the scaling on them and like the, the main bad guy, the General Ryu. The scaling size or the scales on them? Ah, the scales on them, okay. sorry. <laughs> like I liked the way General Ryu was like part scales yeah. too. And yeah. I, I thought they drew that really well. And I like the armor that they put on it. Like it would make sense. You, yeah. Hey, you're all riding a living thing into battle. It should wear armor. Yep. Like the horsies. Yeah. Laura, what would you give it? Uh, one being awful, five being great. I'm still going to stick with three like you started to go since I never rated Vampire State Building. I don't okay. have that as a, a changing of my ratings. Fair enough. So. Yeah, I think it was average. It was it was exactly what I expected. I was hoping for more, but it, it was what I thought I'd get. Um, I had no expectations, so I'm just like, I just enjoyed it. My expectations were, well, the art looks pretty. It's a weird concept. So it delivered what it promised. So yeah. yeah. That is Operation Dragon. Again, next week we were talking about Moon Knight. Uh, so moving on to the section that's normally the first section, which is our theme of the night. Uh, and that is the Batman, the movie, the most recent one that just came out last week. 
Uh, overall thoughts? Well, at first, if you haven't seen it yet, now's a good time to shut us off until you watch the movie. And, and yeah, we'll be, yeah, and and or listen to us next week. Yes, because yeah, we are going to heavy spoilers on this one. Yes. So, with that being said, Jared, good call. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I didn't have any expectations of going into it. They've done so many Batman movies and then <laughs> with Justice League and, you know, all these movies that like, oh, we're rebooting or doing away with or whatever, you know. Um, so I didn't have any expectations. I thought it was a good Batman comic book movie, you know. Um, they did some really good detective work with him. They made the Riddler really intriguing of a character and creepy. Um, very, very brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's the that most threw brutal me off. we've seen the Riddler. Yeah. So that was kind of refreshing, I would say, because it wasn't just jokes, puns, and riddles. It was riddles that are actually leading to something and people are getting killed brutally. Um, I will say Penguin, Colin Farrell, stole the show for me. I thought that was the best live-action Penguin I've seen. Did not look like Colin Farrell at all. No, I thought he did such a good job. That was phenomenal. Um, uh, and they have confirmed that they are doing a Penguin serial on HBO Max as well now. With him? Yeah. Oh, good. They need to. He no, was phenomenal. I don't know who's mm. going to be writing and directing, if that's going to be still the same crew or not. but Hey, I, that's fine. As long as Colin Farrell's in it and he's doing his thing like he did in this movie... I'm all for it. Did you just look up what it, what he looks like? Yeah, I've yeah. seen this guy before, and I did not know. Like, you know yeah, he that's looks Colin Farrell. Nothing like. Yeah, I did not know yeah. that was him until someone's like, "Oh yeah, uh, that's him." And by the way, you will not recognize him because he does not look like his face. No, and yeah. he was in an interview I saw on a little clip on YouTube, and he's just like, "Yeah, I walked on set," and they're like, "Sir, you're going to have to leave the set." They didn't know it was him, and he's like, mm-hmm. "No, I'm Colin Farrell." And everyone swarmed and like had to, you know, right. take a look at all the prosthetics and makeup and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing them like poking his yeah. face, like, yep. "Is this Ooh. your nose?" Ah. <laughs> they could literally do, "Got your nose, got your nose." <laughs> Which um, I find that super ironic that I don't recognize the actor because I didn't recognize the penguin either. Like he didn't look like a penguin I was no, familiar with. Either. No, he didn't have a huge. Uh, he had a bit of a beak nose, but and not yeah. like and some it, scar, not some scar on his face. Yeah, so. but it wasn't as pronounced as other versions. And he wasn't as like big and fat as like normal penguin is as well. Right, or flippery. Yeah. I didn't notice his hands. I don't know if he had weird he webbed had, hands. No, he had normal hands. That was okay. only in the. Uh, uh, 89 movie or no the, the Batman Returns Batman movie. Returns did he have the weird flippers in the comic books he's always had normal hands yeah Usually, I could have sworn there was a comic I'd seen but it might have been a comic based off the cartoon too that, that he might be. have flippers yeah yeah okay. in the regular comics he was just mostly normal I mean he still had the long nose and stuff but nothing like the weird Danny DeVito flipper hands hmm yeah, yeah that still throws me off because like that's the first penguin I'm familiar with is I want to say Batman Returns before Returns even the cartoon. Returns. 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 Okay. Yeah. Why, why do you always argue with me about I, I Returns? Thought, I thought you said forever earlier. My bad. My bad. I, like, I, like, I know my Returns. I watched that movie, like, before Spider-Man. That was my movie. Like, I watched that a lot of times. I, More than Stargate. I know I watched them all as a kid, but I watched them where they all blended together. And where I, I watched wow. them so much that I didn't realize there were different actors playing as Batman. Because, I mean, I was, like, mm-hmm. five. Oh, yeah. Six. Mm-hmm. So, like... I, that that connection was not there. It's like, oh, that's Batman. Sure, that's Batman. Oh, that's yeah. Bruce Wayne. Sure, that's Bruce Wayne. I don't know. It is what it is. 
Well, I'm older and cheaper than you, so I was probably nine watching Batman Returns on repeat. So I know that movie at least. Although I will also give you, we watched the the for TV version. So there was a time when I watched the actual movie movie and there were deleted scenes because they cut them out for, for TV. TV. Yeah. I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense now. <laughs> they, they cut out some important stuff. <laughs> yeah, they usually do. Yeah. At least they usually did. Anymore, in my opinion, a lot of shows are like, oh, you're making this movie for TV because you can cut that out, you can cut that out, you can cut that out. And there you go. There's so much fluff in it now that you don't really need. Yep. Snyder cut? <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that one. Uh, so, Jared, you overall, you liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think Robert Pattinson did a good job as a, a Batman, and I think he did a good job as a Bruce Wayne. It was He was not playing the billionaire playboy, what people see facade Bruce Wayne. He was like more emotional, like an emo version. I didn't like the longer hair on him. I thought that looked weird, and I'm like... He comb his hair every time he puts his cowl on, you know, slick it back real quick. I'll, I'll give my opinion after Laura does on that. So I thought that oh. was weird. Um, I have to have a hair opinion. No, I'm saying I'll give my <laughs> opinion on the movie, and that the hair will come up. Yeah, I didn't care for that as much. Zoe Kravitz, I thought, did a phenomenal job as Selena Kyle. She was one of the best on screen. Catwoman, there has been, I think. I, I would argue with that, saying, yes, she was a great Selena Kyle. She was not Catwoman because she was never Catwoman in that entire movie. I will agree. She was not as we, much we, a we cat know her as, thief. We know her as Catwoman because we know she's Catwoman. Exactly. If you don't know anything about Batman you watch this, no, she's Selena. That's, I will agree with she's that. She's not Catwoman. She was uh, Falcone's a, daughter, and she wanted to steal from him because... And she, she has cats. Yeah. Yeah, she, thought, say she did have cats. Yeah, she thought that Falcone owed her... And that was about it for her concept in the movie. But I think she did a good job. She did mention at some point, she said the bat and the cat. Yeah. So she thought she was some sort of cat But she was not person. a cat burglar in yeah. general. She in is as movie. much of Catwoman as the Catwoman was in Dark Knight Rises. Very little. Although I would say Dark Knight Rises is more Catwoman than this one because she was actually a criminal and would rob stuff. I actually I'll agree. Unlike this well, one where she wasn't really. Yep. She stole some things, but I she felt did. like she usually stole them from, like, didn't she steal them mainly from her dad? For, yeah, it was so, from, yeah. 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 So it, it wasn't was, just a random, like, hey, I'm robbing because I'm a thief. It's like, no, I'm getting my child support that you owe. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Jeffrey Wright did a good job as Jim Gordon. I thought oh, yeah. him and Robert Pattinson seemed to click really well. Them two worked well on screen together. I liked that. Um Paul Dano, if that's how you pronounce his name, he was a good Riddler. Very creepy. I've, uh, Gollum played Alfred. Really? So, yeah, Andy Serkis. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, not Gollum, I, Gollum, but okay. and, and, uh, Andy Serkis. The actor that was. Yeah. Um, Although I would watch Gollum at... Uh, like if oh, that would be awesome if he amazing. was like Alfred in the Batcave and everything. At least then Alfred, would, Alfred yeah. would finally be bald. We haven't had a bald Alfred. No, not not since the cartoon. Well, not ever. Not in ever action. in live action. Yeah. So. As a bald man, I take offense to that. That's anti-baldist. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think I actually liked the supporting cast more than I did the main actor. Yeah. I thought... That's what I thought. Um, I liked the ending where he's like Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, but 
It's Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, it is. It is. But it's like he's in broad daylight helping evacuate people with working with the firemen, working with the police of Gotham City. You know what I mean? It's right. He's showing himself as Batman. He's on camera and everything, and he's helping. That's when he's finally the Caped Crusader. Yes. Yeah, he was much more Caped Crusader than Dark Brooding anything. He is Dark and Brooding in this, but he's more of the Caped Crusader than he is the Dark Knight in this, and I liked it. Okay. Uh, Laura, what was your overall take on the movie? Pretty meh. Like, I think one problem is I came in with too much expectation of what I've what I'm familiar with as the Riddler and, and Penguin. Because I didn't even know Penguin was in this until about five minutes after they introduced the character. And I think they called him that. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. And We're like, not used to seeing a middle management Penguin, which is fair. And he doesn't yeah. look like the, the traditional comic book Yeah, he cartoon. doesn't look like a Penguin yep. at all. Yeah. He didn't have a monocle. Where was his monocle? Uh, LASIK. It's. Uh, I forget. Did he have an umbrella at all? I almost feel like he, he did didn't. have. He didn't, no. Oh, he did not. Okay. No. He has established if it was very impassing or not. Yeah, he has okay. established himself as the supervillain. He's just yeah. the mob middle management guy. Yeah. Even when I was looking up the Internet Movie Database, they just called him Oz. They didn't even call him Penguin. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if they ever called him Oswald in the movie. I or think not, they did they... briefly. Okay. Because I, I think remember I remember hearing sure. Oz. But me, I heard Oswald. Or too. might have even gone gone with Ozzy, like just the yeah. The but yeah, when when that came up, I was like, oh yeah, his name was Oswald Cobblepot or whatever. Um, but yeah, I I think the biggest thing for me that upset me most was to me the Riddler's like this very proper man from from the cartoon. He's like always on time. He's always punctual. His riddles are very. You need to be a super genius to figure them out. Like, and these riddles, like, we were making jokes and then they were true. And we were like, oh. The thumb drive. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't like that we were right. Yeah, as soon as they <laughs> said, oh, they cut off his thumb and there's a flash drive. And I was like, I told Laura to decide it's a thumb drive. Oh, it's attached. It's the thumb drive. Yeah, I know. I called that. Like, mm-hmm. I expect me to make terrible jokes like this. I don't expect you guys to make terrible jokes like that. At least, yeah. I, maybe the Riddler would, but not this version of the Riddler would not do that. Like, that seems out of character for that character. To make it a mm. thumb a thumb-thumb drive? Like, come on. If yeah. it was the traditional, like, weird, the skinny, jokey, funny Riddler, sure. Really? This one? I, I'm saying I can believe that with, like, making the pun of it being a thumb drive. This version of the Riddler, not, he wouldn't make it a thumb drive. Like, Why? Wait, I don't know which of this you mean anymore. The one in this movie, the Batman, that character of the Riddler would not make the pun joke of a thumb drive. See, I thought this one would because he did. Yeah, I thought thought the uh, one... It felt out of place to me. Like, like I thought it felt out of place for the Riddler that I was expecting from the cartoon. The thin, fun, awesome, amazing Riddler would not stoop to a basic, bland thumb drive joke. I, I don't know. For me, it seems more plausible for him to do that than this version of it, personally. Mm, okay. I, I feel like this was just a gory pun just because of its dark and gritty gore. Like, it doesn't... I'll it, agree with that it doesn't, a little bit. It doesn't fit, though, in my opinion. Like, there's nothing about this Riddler that seemed like, oh, we're having jokes. I think of his other riddles, and they weren't really jokes. I think no, you're right on that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. for making the joke of a thumb drive, like, yes, that's a dark joke. 
But this but Riddler did not joke at all. Not really. So, like, that felt so out of place for me. Like, really? Like, come on. There's a middle ground here. Yeah. And they did not hit that, in my opinion. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're just, oh, here's this, just because. Yeah, at the risk of being, I don't know, ableist, like a jerk, this guy reminded me of someone who has, like, kind of autism. Like, they're not all there. They're trying, they're really struggling to connect with society and they're doing it the wrong way like they've got some serious mental problems that need to be addressed and he's taking it out on the internet and the people that he can find and making his little cult and all that like i was not a fan of this riddler yeah for me this riddler as a villain fine villain great villain for batman but not as quote the Riddler. I will agree yeah. with that. I would. Yeah, it's I almost like a, a Riddler thing. knockoff that's more brutal. Like, oh, I'm following the footsteps of Riddle, the Riddler, but I'm going to murder everybody yeah. that come that come. He, he should have been a copycat. If they change him into Hush, that was that's oh, that would face making up as like, oh, I'm 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 this character now. I'm this character. Oh no, I'm none of them. I'm my own person that copies everyone else. Kind of like what they did with Iron Man two with the Mandarin. And how yeah. they fixed that, like, oh, he's not the real Mandarin. And then Shang-Chi, we have to see the real Mandarin. Yeah. In his oh, did rating. not know that. And like, that would make sense then. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. As Versus bad. if they stick to the guns, like, no, no, he's, this guy's the Riddler, for reals. Right. No. But, but I still like the, I don't disagree with you on that, I, but I, I still liked that this was a different Riddler, a more brutal Riddler. It's, you know, God, Batman villains are not nice people. You know, and having something that's darker, grittier, you know. I get not going full zany like Jim Carrey. I fully get, like, not going that well, way. I had, like, the Zodiac Killer vibes or the movie Seven. I, I, I kind of got those vibes a little bit off of him, and I I liked it. But uh, I will agree with you, this wasn't the comic book or normal Batman Riddler. I got Bane from Dark Knight Rises. That's what I got out of him. Like, oh, he's like Bane, where he has his own secret uh, cult. He's taking over the city. He's messed with everybody. He's not as crazy. Bane wasn't as crazy as this. Really, I was saying though. Like, yeah. yeah, but that same kind of vibe. But like, it felt very copycat of a different, of a bunch of different things. Like, it mostly, especially the whole ending scene of the whole. Oh, we'll you know get you in this one area, then we'll shoot at you with all of our random Riddler soldier guys that. We never saw before. Yeah, that one, a secret it's like cult. they just showed up. It's like, okay. It was a flash mob. It reminded me again of Dark Knight Rises, though, where Bane would have his secret society of the, the ninjas and stuff. Like, all right, we're taking over now. We're, we're overthrowing the government. We're doing those. We're very January 6th similar territory. <laughs> um, but, like, it felt like, oh, you just saw the Dark Knight Rises. Like, oh, we won't do that, but we can do it better. So we'll do it this way instead with the Riddler instead of Bane. Also, 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 that <laughs> green serum he pulled out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden he injected oh, he it into Wolverine Berserker Berser- Berser- mode. And he, well, he pulled it out, it was green, so it's not adrenaline, and adrenaline does not glow neon green, and it puts, and he stabs it in his leg, where the outfit is perfectly circular for oh, yeah. an injection spot. Yeah, even though he's never been oh, shot right there. That. Even though we've never seen him use it ever before. Yeah. What the crap is that? My theory, maybe, Venom Serum. That's how you get Bane in the future. Like, he's addicted to that or he developed that and Bane will whatever. Sure. If they follow up with it, fine. This was out of the blue, randomly like, oh, here we go. Done. Right. And never address it. 
Like, nope. He just goes Wolverine Berserker mode on that guy. He's full on healed. Yeah. After that, he can, you know, stand the rest of the night to yep. help rescue he's people. He's fine. He's fine. See, Shotgun I, blast to the chest. He's fine. I still think that it was an adrenaline shot. Maybe the coloring was wrong. Yeah. But it just reminded me of The Rock when Nick Cage at the end, he has to... Inject oh, wait. the cure into his chest. Maybe it wasn't adrenaline then, but no. he had a cure for whatever... The poison. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, I thought it was pure adrenaline. It was like to restart your heart. Like that song, you know. Yeah. I, but yeah, he had to like stab himself. I could I might be confusing it. Like, I guess the stuff in the rock was all green. The poison right. was green. Yeah. But for some reason, I thought the serum he had was green too. I call major shenanigans that we they, they didn't address it. And again, maybe we'll see in the next movie, like, oh, maybe it's the beginning formula for the venom serum and Bane takes it and does whatever. Could be. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Are they doing yeah. more movies with this? I, it's because it's they're doing that Flash movie with Flashpoint it's, stuff. It's DC, so who knows so, what they're gonna do? I mean, um, if it's a one and done, I enjoyed it. Um, I, guess, I yeah, think they're I, stating out points to you, Lawrence. It was your yes, turn. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Oh, I had a turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was already past my turn. Um, Just anything else stand I, out majorly to you? Oh, now, now I'm all thrown off because I kind of wanted to go on his vein. I'm, I'm just gonna go with it. Um, I would think the way movies run anymore, they almost have to have a trilogy. Like that's just how, how it is anymore. So I, I would think that this guy as Batman will have one or two more movies. I think they made enough money off of it; they'll do more. And there's yeah. enough good press about it. There's not. There's no yeah. like, how dare you? Yeah. Now I don't think it was as good as what like Rotten Tomatoes rated it. Like, they rated it at, like, 98% or something like that. No. I'm below that. I I don't think it was that good. I would do low 80s at best. I'd probably say mid-80s. Yeah. It was a good movie. Uh, I don't know. Like, there are a lot of things I did not like about it. And overall, I agree with Laura. My my feeling is meh. But the more I I liked it. The more I think about it, the more I dislike. Like, yes, I know you mentioned Bruce with his long hair, his long emo hair. I was like, oh, that's Toby in Spider-Man 3. He's emo. Like, yeah. cut your darn hair. You're quit having it in your face, covering yeah. your eyes. And he's Bruce Wayne out in public like that. I'm like, that's... And maybe learn how to emote your face a little bit, too. Yeah. Like, he had, always had a blank stare on his face when he wasn't... When he was, when he yeah. was Bruce Wayne, when he was not in the mask, when he could emote, theoretically, <laughs> he didn't. Like, it was all just a blank face the entire time. Yeah, one thing I think upset me the most about this movie is I didn't really feel like it was about Batman. I didn't really even notice Batman much at all. He didn't do much. He didn't have much development. He wasn't. It was Catwoman. Yeah, it, it was, was more her about, story. Kind of. I almost felt like it was more about the Riddler's story too. But yeah, Catwoman definitely a lot too. But I felt like it was the Riddler's story more than. I feel protagonist-wise though. Yeah. It is. It was Catwoman. It was her like all right? It was her oh. friend that they're hunting down, trying to find. It was her getting redemption against her father. Her making say, "Hey, we need. I'm leaving town because I did this." Whereas I, Batman was just there. Yeah. I would almost say it's multiple protagonists because you can say, kind of say that as Jim Gordon trying to maintain his police force, trying to solve these these murders, and you know, trying to. It was implied that he was trying to sort out the corrupt cops from the the yeah. real cops. Right. They kind of do that at the end with Falcone. Ish. Yeah, I think they straight Ish. up said that a couple yeah. times. I Ish. need to learn who I can trust. Right. Exactly. So we're not, it's we're not all corrupt. Yeah. You don't own all of us. Right. Yeah. So it's it's uh, multiple 
protagonist, and it's almost with uh, Alfred even. He's got a bit of a backstory that's kind of yeah. pushed to the forefront. And if you aren't familiar with this version of Alfred, read Batman Earth One. I know we talked about it last week. Yeah, where it is, Alfred is the bodyguard butler. Yeah, he's not just the butler; he's the bodyguard. Yeah, he that taught, he's the one yeah. that trains Bruce. Yeah, he taught Bruce how to fight. Do you think they're going that direction in this universe? And I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Because that is a good idea. I definitely got the feeling like yeah. he was, because I mean, when they tried to call the board meeting, whatever, like, no, no, Alfred's taking care of it. Like, yeah. he's the one running the corporation. He's the one, he's the one in charge, well, realistically. Yeah, I always felt the corporation thing made more sense than- Right, but I'm saying yeah. everything in general. Like, no, he's the general boss of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. all right, Bruce is like, technically I'm your boss, but- do everything else that I want to while I can be Batman. While I can go play my, in yeah. the dark with my tights. Um, yeah, one thing I think... I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you no, off. No, go for um, it. You know, like knowing that Alfred could potentially have been, what they call it, MI6 or whatever? MI5. MI5? Okay. Um, like some Bond type thing. It almost makes it make more sense why he was so okay with letting Bruce become Batman. He's like... Oh yeah, I understand this world. We we can handle this too. I like, train you. I, I, know I can you can manage this. this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, there are just a lot of little things. Like really, that there were some little little things in there, but I I never I overlooked a lot of it. I, I never think. got the emotional attachment between Batman and Catwoman. Like when she's like, yeah. "Hey, leave with me. We'll can run off into Bloodhaven or wherever, or you can stay behind your city." He was like. Lady, I, I don't even know you. We do, Woman, please. Yeah, that's one word. <laughs> to keep it PG, yeah. Woman, please. Uh, I don't know you. This is my city. I'm staying here. Like it felt like, oh, it's a big dramatic. They're cha- you know they're riding motorcycles down the lane together. Like, oh, are they going to stay together? Are they going to stay together? Of course they're not. Yeah, These that was re- very yeah. cliche. They met I will like two nights ago. Why am I going to throw away my whole life and run off in the dark with you? Like. No, that that felt so hollow. Like, well, yeah, okay, this is just here to fill time because all right, on the airplane or on cable, they'll just cut that down because it doesn't do anything. That reminds me. I think I said after the the movie in the theater that it reminded me a little bit of how they messed up Gwen Stacy in the Spider Man movies. Like when she spoilers, Gwen Stacy dies. <laughs> um, when she died, I was in tears because I was like, no one understands the Gwen who should have died here right. like her character was not developed she did not do the things she was supposed to do this cat woman was not developed she just starts making out with batman for no reason right. there like there but, was no longing look like he did not emote hey come in and kiss me baby but <laughs> like, the zendaya mj with spider-man that felt like they had built that up yeah it naturally progressed there was an attachment there to that this was like oh it's manufactured because you know they're supposed to be together like yeah I will agree with that. It was come on, yeah, it was lame. And like we said, that wasn't the Catwoman from the comics. That was a version of a Selena Kyle Catwoman, right? And I, I say that's not the Riddler. That's a version of. And I'll agree with that. It I is, liked this version of the Riddler. I thought it was fresh and unique, and I, unique. If they treat it, as, I'll give him unique. If but he was he, a random supervillain or villain at that point, sure, I'm in. Yeah, but, but as I also the Riddler, liked like, the version in Gotham. Where he was like the mortish or the uh, morgue uh, yeah, at the GCPD. Yeah. He worked in the morgue, and it's kind of like, oh, he's he's got a bit of a creepy vibe. And then this t- in this, they just exploded with creepy vibes right. and everything like that. I well, do wonder if I had watched the Gotham series, if this would have been more up my alley, if it would have made more sense um, and been I don't know. more connected. Well, no. and- I liked some of the stuff Gotham was doing, but 
I, I didn't like half of the Batman villains being taken out by Jim Gordon and the GCPD and stuff like that before Batman shows up. So it's like, why do we need a Batman? Jim Gordon's got this crap under right. control. <laughs> well, and with this Riddler, I'm thinking it's not the regular because he had two IDs, Edward Nigma and a different one, different name. Yeah. And like, okay, they're leaving the possibility like, no, no, this isn't Edward Nigma Riddler. Right. This is the other guy that has a copy of that ID. I don't think we ever get yeah. full confirmation that it's... The I don't Riddler. think so. Also, I hated his mask. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Just, I didn't care for his mask. Between his mask and... That and his glasses were on the outside of his mask. I That, like, mm. took my focus, and I'm like, God, that... It's like, I know that feeling. If you're wearing a mask, you gotta do something, so you feel like a complete joke of a person putting your glasses on the outside of your mask. I always... I thought that looked ridiculous. But I think between the mask and then the final climactic scene, I was like, oh, th- this is Bane. This is full on Bane. Like he's wearing the herp, derp, 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 mask where you he, you can't really understand because he has the voice changer. You didn't put it all together, but now that you kind of point this well, stuff out, if we did you, watch this movie. Yeah, it a was Dark Knight ago. Rises. I mean, that's all like I I know people love it, but like if you think about it a little bit, then you start putting it together. Like oh, we've seen this. You're like, bursting their bubbles. Yeah, as they should be. It, it shouldn't be like this is the best one ever. No, no. It is not. Yeah. There are a lot of That's people saying Batman this, Returns. this is the best Batman ever. Oh, I don't think it is. <laughs> no, it's Batman and Robin. Yeah, I'm messing with you. <laughs> Batman and Robin's the best one ever. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Jill. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I, and, uh, mm. yeah, I, it's easy for me to crap on it because I have more things wrong with it than I do like about it. I do like some things about it. Like, to see the beginning era of Batman where he's not the best. That's yeah. interesting to see. Right. Like, instead of having his whole cape and gliding, he has a, a squirrel suit, which doesn't make sense because he's learning how to do that. And then they did the comedic where it got caught by the subway and like smacked into it. Like that was kind of weird and out of that was very out yeah. of place as well. That and he can change suits really quickly. Yeah, he can get That's into that bat suit thing. like really fast. Yeah, and just okay, he he does the squirrel suit, gets hit, you know, flungs up onto the bottom of the subway, you know, tumbles. Then he gets up and is like, oh, like stumbling, walking away. Next scene, perfectly normal. Yeah. So is that when he's using the Bane serum again? Could be. Maybe he was using it off screen <laughs> the whole time. And then at the begin- end, you're like, oh, that's how he's doing it. And if they, again, if they do that in the future, they explain what that is, then Batman's that's fine. However, filled. judging by a movie, by what we see, that's kind of a problem. Because yeah. we don't see that. Yeah. How and it, dare you judge a movie on sight? I think about it. It almost was like um, Lazarus Pits. Remember how uh, they dunked somebody into the Lazarus Pit to re- resurrect them and they'd bit. come out and they'd yeah. be absolutely crazed for like five minutes or whatever, ready yeah. to just murder everybody in the room. And it was, and they may make the Lazarus Pits be the similar to the Venom Serum too. Yeah. They might try to blend that all together. Cause yeah. I, yeah, maybe really, it is Lazarus. Because he put that in his leg and just went full berserker mode on that guy. I mean, that's... right. I, I do want to see them develop that more, and in the, if that's Raj Al Ghul, great. If that's Bane, great. Yeah. If that's both, sure. That, that makes sense yeah. then, too. Like, well, Bane's not a scientist. He doesn't know exactly where to make it originally, yeah. so why not siphon it off of this and right. get from there and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Um, I would like to see, you had mentioned a little while ago, as if the character was Hush. I think this movie would have done better with Hush. I as agree. the main yeah. villain, I would love to see this style of movie with these character, these same actors and everything, with Hush. Yeah, I think that would have been great. I but I liked the Riddler. I agree with you, but I liked this version of the Riddler. Uh, my last complaint uh, is they kept pushing in. You're the world's greatest detectives. 
You're yeah. the world's greatest detectives. Yeah. You're the world's greatest. Like two or three times they even said you are the world's greatest detectives. However, what did really they detect? Okay, they figured out they decoder ringed his message. That's about it. Alfred partly did some right. of that. Right. Like yeah. and Batman's like seeing what Alfred did and expanded upon that. Right. Like uh Batman and Gordon, they didn't really do a whole... I mean, they did a couple things. Yeah. But they didn't do a whole lot. And they missed so much, like the whole giant insurrection thing that he was... That right. Riddler or was the... Doing. Um, and Batman had to shove his piano out of the way and spray paint on the ground. He's never yeah. part of a whiteboard right. or anything. He had to spray paint it on the ground all over yeah. everywhere. But it's a hidden identity of who's Batman. No, come on. No, it's... And um, when Riddler left the one clue in Spanish and then they completely got the phrase wrong. Right. I'm just like, the, it was written to them. Right. How the, do they not even just like, re, Google, you know, go Google, Google translate yeah. or, or Wayne translate. If yeah. that's a, <laughs> I thought that was a little out there. Yeah. And, and then Penguin, I thought he was funny in that scene and I thought that was a good scene, but I'm just like, that was out of place. Cause I like to think the movies have a different version of Batman. The 89 through nineties yeah. had the Cape Crusader vibe to it. Dark Knight, of course, had the Dark Knight. This was supposed to be the world's greatest detective era. Okay. He's he, failing at that. He's terrible at it. He was not yeah. detecting hardly he anything. He was not very great. Yep. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you trying to do with this? I, I don't know. And again, yeah. it's it's early in his Batman career yeah, or whatnot. He's still learning. Maybe he's going to learn more from Gordon, but I don't think he's going to learn much from Gordon from this. But I don't know. There's, There's a just lot, overall. When I start pulling strings, though, I'm like, wait. Wait, wait, no, yeah, wait. Yeah, you can definitely find some faults in this. And it yeah. falls apart real fast then, is my problem. And and I judge a movie by how much do I want to see it again? This, <laughs> I'm done. I don't care to. I'm I good. agree. I, I don't. Yeah, the, I, I there might is, see it again. There is zero reason for me to go see it again. I saw it. Let's I, watch it, Batman Returns instead. I'd rather watch Knives Out again before I watch this. And that's another mystery. Uh, that's that. another mystery movie, though. Like, I'd rather watch that again. So, like... Um, yeah. Yeah, if you like mystery stuff, great. check out that uh, all what it's on Hulu. Mur- only murders in the building. Yes. Yep. I need to watch that. Yeah, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah, and Selena and, Gomez. Yeah. And Selena Gomez, like that pairing or the the trio seems very very odd together. It works. Them yeah, two had so point. much good chemistry together that it worked. But I'm more excited to watch that than the Batman. And I'm, I love comic books. I, I, I was more excited, <laughs> obviously, uh, being a huge Batman fan. I I was very excited to see this. Yeah. I will say, compared to my expectations and then hearing, oh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 98. Oh, fans on are really raving about it. They say it's really good. My expectations were a little high. So when I went in and, and the movie was over, I'm like, yeah, it was good. You know, it didn't quite reach my expectations, but I think I also built my expectations too high. I feel like this is for <laughs> the most diehardiest diehards of fanboys for Batman. Could be. If you are remotely casual, which, I mean, you've heard me on the podcast several times, like, I'm tired of reading certain Batman books because there's so many of them. Yes. If you're the person that I like, know, I read all Batman no matter. If you read Batman, Loyal Laura, read Spider-Man, it might be for you. Yep. I was just thinking that. This, yeah. This is my Spider-Man but, comparison. But if it's... If you're not that person, you're like, if you're there, like, hey, I enjoy movies. I just want to shut my brain off and enjoy it. This is not for you at all. No, you got to pay attention to follow if, it. If you yeah, want, it's like, a little too dark. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It is shot very dark too, with a red tint a lot. I yeah, noticed. and and I liked it, and I liked his body armor. 
but it's kind of cheap for the standpoint like hey we don't want to film everything perfectly so we'll just put a dark filter on so we don't have to it doesn't have to look as smooth we'll just yeah. do flashlight here flashlight there so you can like oh yeah he's fighting okay cool yeah. it's not as cool as the daredevil hallway scene where you mm. just see the entire fight in crisp clarity like no no we're gonna cheat and we're gonna use dark lighting and poor yep. lighting to in, in cut different ways so you yep. don't see the whole fight um that and but they didn't use a lot of shaky cam. They didn't, yes. And they didn't do like if he's throwing one punch, they didn't do thirteen cutaways, you right. know, from different angles on that punch. I liked that. I hate the shaky cam. If there's a movie like Jason Bourne, I think we either we were going to or we did. It's been so long. Walk out of the theater because I was getting a headache. Yeah, you know. Mm. Yeah, I had to run out one of the Bourne movies, too, because it was shortly after I'd had a car wreck, and they had a huge car wreck scene, and I was like, I I can't oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. I got to leave. Yeah. Like, but I was, was in tears. <laughs> but for me, it was the shaky cam. Yeah. I can't do that. Like, the one scene of the Liam Neeson movie where he jumps a fence, and there's, like, they counted, like, 17 different camera angles on that. Too much. Wow. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. You know, they did that in the book of Boba Fett when he kills uh, Cad Bane, too, at the very end. During that one move, they hit someone. Yeah, it's been out long enough. But uh, it's been, someone counted part. like 10 or something camera angles or something like that. And it's like, yeah, that kind of crap gets old. One thing I thought was cool in Batman, too, and I think they showed it in the trailer, the the scene where I think they just do one shot, but it's only lit by the gunfire. So it looks like strobe lighting as yeah. he's doing the fight scene. And I thought that was an interesting concept. I still didn't really yeah, like how yeah. it turned out, but it was that's, interesting to look at. That's the part I was thinking of. Like, Visually oh, interesting. Oh, like it is interesting, but it's also cheap. Like, hey, uh, it's a cool novel effect, but also we don't have to show everything. If we no, use the same stunt guys multiple times, we're good to go. Yeah. You don't see their faces. That and. He's wearing um, a mask. Being the strobe and the flashing and stuff like that, actors can actually slow down. And with that, it looks it like freezes frame and then they right. speed it up at the in in post. I mean, my favorite fight scene was the beginning on the subway with those subway thugs. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great scene of like, no, no, yeah. I'm here to protect everybody. Yeah, you guys are messing with this random person. No. Yep. And yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Um, Overall, yeah. again, meh. If we rate it out of our our one to five scale, what would you give it? Either I'd give it a three, a, a mm. week three. I would go with a four to a four point five. I enjoyed it. I'm going two. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't do half. I hate half points. Yeah, because... I, yeah. Then just do a ten scale. Yeah, I would probably just say four then. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, not a five. Definitely. Mine's barely a three. It's it's okay. But... I like how you won't do halves, but you'll do barely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's like, a great. We arrange it there, but barely. It's it's not a bad movie. No. It's okay. I, I enjoyed it. Now, I thought the first Wonder Woman movie and the Shazam movie, I thought those, those were ten times better than this. I mean, Shazam was a comedy, though. Yes, different style movie. Yeah, Wonder that Ro helps a Wonder lot. Wonder Woman was a more action than this. Yes. This one was a drama. Yeah, it was I straight mean, it was a, drama. It was a crime noir, but it was a drama. Yeah. Um, and, I, and part of that's me. I don't really care about crime noir stories. I don't care about them. So it's not for me, I guess, from that standpoint, too. But it's like, eh. Compared to, okay, if I watch, when I watch this one or The Dark Knight, I'll watch The Dark Knight. If I watch this one or The 89 Batman, I'll watch The 89 Batman. Yeah. If I want to watch Batman Forever, I'll watch Batman Forever instead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch any I, Batman movie. I, I'm like that, too. But I'm saying but if I it's... choose which ones I want to watch instead, I'll watch those instead of this. 
No, I will watch I this. Know, I will I watch this instead of Batman v Superman. I'll watch this one over that. Absolutely, Batman mm. v Superman was garbage. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I I am interested. The director's someday. cut was better. That doesn't uh, count. Going with the real versions that are released in theaters. Then yes, I agree. <laughs> I would love to someday us order our Batman movies, like all the Batman movies that exist, which one's at the top and go all the way down. Well, I wish I'd thought of that sooner. We'll need to watch a yeah. lot of Batman then. Cause I, again, I don't remember, remember any of the early ones really other than like, Oh yeah, they all blend, blend together for me. I would still say my top of the list is the dark Knight with Heath Ledger as the Joker. I think that's the best one. I would probably agree with that. Followed right after that by 89 with Michael Keaton. So just cause the Batmobile itself is so cool in that. It's way better in Returns, though, I think. When uh, he can drop it down and go through that little alley. I love that. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. That's, I just that's that would set the day. standard for the, that <laughs> era of like, okay, but, we're going weird and cool stuff. Wasn't it the first one like almost ever? Other than the campy Batman? Uh, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't beat yeah. Adam West. Uh, depends on what you're going for. <laughs> you can't beat Adam West. Iconic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that is he our his standard. full opinion on the Batman. Yep, I liked it. Those two thought it was meh. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is Spider-Man territory. Speaking of not meh, <laughs> uh, Jared, who is your hero of the week that you remembered? Oh, um, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. The trailer dropped today for the new series. I'm very excited for it. Can't wait. Well, easy enough. You actually remember. Good job. Yep. Laura, do you have your hero of the week? Yeah, I decided to cop out a little bit though. I'm going to make it my dad because his birthday was yesterday. Oh, and it's like, works. happy birthday, dad. You're always my hero. You always do something new. Like most recently, he fixed our sump pump again. again like again. there's a good chance that at some other point, he was my hero for p- fixing our sump pump at another point in time during the podcast. There you go. And my hero is <laughs> me, the Batman, a.k.a. Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> good job. He's my Batman too. Yeah. Hashtag my Batman. That should be a hashtag. <laughs> Let's get this trending and, on Twitter and, and MySpace. I believe he's going to be reprising the role in Batman in the Flashpoint movie. I believe so, yeah. Uh, I saw an image online. Um, I didn't look to see if it was like verified or anything like that, but it's I'm uh, sure the new that, costume yeah. and stuff. It, it, it looked official and it looked remember, like him. I couldn't remember if it was either the Flashpoint movie or the Arrowverse Flashpoint TV movie. Yeah, I, think I, remember the, which one it was. I think it's the Flashpoint movie that's because coming out. we did get Kevin Conroy in the Flashpoint TV series. Yes, so, yep, actually, live action Bruce Wayne. Exactly, yeah. So, so, I thought that Keaton was coming back for the movie, movie of Flashpoint. Yeah. He should reprise Birdman and Vulture also. Like, he should be three characters <laughs> somehow in this movie. Multiverse. I forgot about yeah. Birdman. Yeah. I, yeah, I need to go back and watch it. I think everyone did. Yeah. No, no, that <laughs> was a good one, though. I need to go back and watch it. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is a longer episode than normal because we went on a huge tyrant about the Batman. But and it's how, worth it. And how Laura and I were correct and Jared was here. Um, <laughs> uh, or, I mean, your mileage may vary. Hey, I don't disagree with you on a lot of that but, stuff. Yeah. I agree with you on most of it, but I enjoyed it more than you guys did. There you go. Uh, so with that, we'll say thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you're on the Discord, thanks for commenting because you you guys need to comment on the Discord because that's the easiest way to give us ideas. Otherwise, we'll give spoiler reviews of movies that you may have seen already, like we did tonight, which worked out pretty well for homework wise. Like, yeah, oh, it did. What did you think yeah. about the movie we just saw? Done. So we might yeah. do. Who knows? We might do a movie portion, like where I would do books each week 
a comic book, you know, book club book, and then a movie club as well, because that worked out mm-hmm. pretty well. And I'm running out of topics to come up with, so if we can just do a movie instead, that makes that homework a lot easier. Yeah. Too. Well, when Maybe. Kenobi comes out, <clears throat> excuse me, we've got a episode for six weeks or whatever. Well, we don't want to do a full, <laughs> necessarily a full spoilers on that, but we got Morbius coming out. There I think it'd go. be more fun to do movies than TV series yeah, because it's the full story. Yeah. Or let the whole series of the TV shows come out and then, and then like well, on yeah, the yeah, sixth one do right. a recap of the whole yeah. thing yeah. I like that one yeah. yeah we'll figure it out so I think I think that worked out well for this time around yeah I so, think so uh, we'll see how it goes in the future and then yep. uh, if we if we can come up with a topic next week we will otherwise alright Jared we're watching Batman Marathon starting with <laughs> 89 Batman no we'll no, see no, how, no. Well, Adam West uh, okay. I don't know did he have a real movie movie yeah they, they had a did, movie but okay. is it on with a streaming platform that I can find Probably not. That's the tricky part. I doubt any of the Adam West stuff is because I think Fox owned it. The rights are all sorts of messy. Something like that. Yeah. I know they released them on Blu-ray and stuff like that, but Mm. not on any streaming that I know of. But yeah, we'll figure it out as we go forward. We'll have to check HBO. We can make some investments. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, (laughs) again, we will see you all next time and thank you for listening. Bye. She slept through most of the whole thing. She got up and stretched once. I saw her little butt. When she butt. first hopped up there, she was staring at your arm for a minute. Yeah, I petted her. She's fine. She's like, okay. why aren't you petting me?